Welcome to These Days at Home podcast. I am Melissa Johns from the blog HarborHome32.com. I invite you to sit down with me and have a cup of coffee as I share encouragement, relatable life stories, and biblical reflections on These Days at Home. Hello, everybody. Welcome to These Days at Home podcast. I'm Melissa Johns. Thank you for joining me here really quickly. I have a bonus episode this week. This is a bonus episode. It is not in line with the seasons that we have been doing of the Proverbs 31 woman. It is just a little extra bonus episode. Uh, A few Um, A few episodes ago, I had mentioned that my son was starting preschool, and that might give me a little extra time to record some bonus uh, episodes. And I had something in mind today. As I was doing my dishes, our dishwasher, by the way, is, um, I don't think it's entirely broken, but there's this piece that came off, which we feel is pretty necessary to running the dishwasher, or at least we think it is to keep all the water in. So we have decided to not run it in the event that it would flood our kitchen. And so we haven't figured it figured it out quite yet. So I'm doing a lot more dishes than I'm used to. Um, so anyway, I had some extra time today as I was doing the dishes for the third time, uh, thinking about how, um, yeah, just a few, a few things that I would like to uh, share with you guys. Some things that have been on my heart and, um, things that have been on, um, my mind just, uh, that I've been chewing on. And, um, so one of them is in regards to our children. So I love to say things to Holly and Benjamin and Patrick, like, I, cause you know, they're, they're young and I'll say something like, I can't wait to see how God is going to use you for his kingdom. What are the, what are the great things that you think that God is going to use you for, for his kingdom? And just to kind of get them thinking about like, oh, like God has a plan for me. He, he knows me. He loves me. I could do things for him in this world. Um, And so I would love saying things like that. And, you know, as a, as a mom and a parent, we all have dreams for our kids. We all dream about the big, wonderful things that they'll do. You know, like I can't tell you how many times I've said to a friend or even to Patrick, I, th- I think you're, you're musical. You're going to be musical someday. I wonder how God is going to use your musical gifts to glorify him and bring, um, and yeah, for his kingdom, you know, kind of having these dreams that he, maybe someday he'll be a musician or him and Holly and Ben will have this like kid, uh, kid band. Sorry. That was really loud in the microphone. Um, you know, we all, we all have those dreams. I'm sure uh, my parents had dreams about me as far as, as far as like all the gifts and talents they saw me grow in and then what I could do with those. I can't tell you how many times somebody, not my parents as, as you know, necessarily, but somebody would say, Oh, you should be a basketball ball player. You're really tall. Of course, I, if I, I am really tall, I could have figured out how to play basketball, but it was just not in the cards for me and not what I wanted to do. Anyway, I'm all this to say that I, I've been thinking about my life, um, my, my, my role here as a mom, uh, I'm a stay at home mom, but also as a homemaker, that's something I have always really desired to do. Um, and when I think about, you know, really big aspirations and big dreams, um, 
I'm, I'm not really like living those out right now as far as like, yeah, the big scale stuff that I uh, maybe always dreamed that I would be, or maybe somebody else dreamed I always would be. Um, but I feel so fulfilled in my role as a homemaker and a mom because I am using what God has given me to bring him glory right here in our home. I am affecting his kingdom right here in our home. Um, I've done other things to affect God's kingdom. I, um, at least I hope I have, um, but I, it is no less significant to be here as a homemaker and just glorifying God with the gifts that he's given me just for the people around me. Um, And so I've been, I've been saying things a little differently to my kids. And this was the point I was wanting to make that um, if you're, you know, maybe you're like me and you say, have these big aspirations for your kids and big dreams. uh, Maybe something we can do is just have a little bit of a heart change or a little bit of a mind shift towards um, thinking about God glorifying himself through the everyday interactions that our children will have uh, as children, but then also just as their adults. Like what if, for example, my son becomes, um, I don't know, say a plumber. That's a great trade. I just heard an interview recently about some plumber who only took a few years of schooling and makes bank because it's a, it's a trade that's needed and he has a good life for his family and all these things. So what if just the people that do the every mundane things, they are just thinking about that. They are no less in any less way, uh, glorifying it to God because of, uh, their vocation and how they're using their gifts for the people around them. And so let's say one of my kids that, yeah, that's, they become just average people. They don't become famous. They don't be, have these big, huge platforms. I think it's easy for us to dream of that and think of that. But if that, that is what they will most likely be just average people in average homes, living average lives with families, but using their gifts for God's kingdom, right where they are, right where they are with their family, their friends, their church community. And so I've been saying something recently. Um, I can't wait to see how God is going to use you to glorify himself, period not uh, talking anything bigger than that, because I want them to have eyes for that too. I want them to know that it's, uh, it's a worthy calling and it's, um, it's good and glorifying to foster those gifts and talents that he's given them, even if it's just going to be with the people around them in their lives. Um, I'm trying to think of a good example. Let's say, um, Okay, uh, hospitality. That's a gifting. Let's say somebody is really gifted in hospitality, and um, but they don't become some big party planner, or they don't write a book on hospitality, or become a speaker on hospitality. They literally will just faithfully serve their family in a hospitable way. They will open up doors to whoever comes into their life in in a hospitable way. Whoever walks into their home, they'll be hospitable towards. Um, that is. That is just as glorifying to God as somebody that has all this knowledge and writes a big book about hospitality or speaks on hospitality. Um, And so I want my kids to grow up knowing that they are glorifying God with their gifts and talents right where they are. I probably have repeated myself about 20 times, but I just really have been thinking about this and want them 
to be encouraged in that way instead of, I want, I want them to dream big because if that is something that's on their heart and mind, my goodness, maybe God will take their life in that direction and go further and farther than uh, I ever did or Tony ever did in those ways. Um, so I hope that would be the case. But if, if not, um, if God's plan for them is a normal life, um, I want them to know that that is glorifying to God just as much. So anyway, and then, so that was one thing I've been thinking about that I just wanted to pop in and share. Um, another thing that I experienced today that I really, I, yeah, it was just really like, wow, like a light bulb moment for me, um, just in, in relationship with somebody else. So I, um, uh, specifically with my husband, Tony. So we were, um, Patrick and I had went out to run an errand that took about an hour. Um, and he stayed here with, with the babies cause he was, had just gotten done with work. Um, and I came in and we, it was going to be kind of a late dinner time. We were just eating leftovers, you know, just whatever we had in the fridge. And, um, we, you know, we went through dinner and the whole rigmarole and, you know, it can, it's kind of messy. The kids get loud. There's food everywhere. Um, we still are potty training a toddler. And so there's, you know, an accident to clean up. Like it's just, you know, all, all of the things. And I look over at Tony and he's kind of quiet and I say, Oh, are you okay? Um, you know, what's on your mind? And, um, he just is like, Oh, I'm just working through some frustrations. And I, um, you know, so I asked a little bit more and he told me what is he was frustrated at. And, um, I could tell he was trying to, uh, you know, not, uh, not be too like outward about it or like too verbal about it. Um, but I had just, um, I just, you know, I, I heard him out. I like listened to everything and, you know, he quickly said, I know it's something that you always deal with, you know, so like, it's not that big a deal. Um, but I, and so I think he was trying, what he was trying to say is like, oh, I know this isn't that big a deal for you because you do this all the time. And I have probably said that to him like oh, many times, like, oh, that's nothing. I, this is just my daily life, you know, that kind of a thing. Um, and so he was trying to minimize his frustration based, you know, based on my, what I've said in the past, but I just had this overwhelming sense of, um, empathy for him and said something like, I understand, like, I was going to say, yes, that's normal for me, but I also want you to know, like, I really understand. I understand your frustration because I am there. And in the most empathetic way, I want you to know, like, I get it. It is frustrating. Um, and he just, yeah, he just like automatically was like, oh, thank you so much. Thank you for understanding. And, um, I just made me realize like, even between, um, uh, you know, like mom and dad, husband and wife, like I, I must, must say things like, oh, like you have no idea what I deal with throughout the day. I must say those things. And so it made him feel like, oh, maybe he can't share his own frustration with the exact same things. And so I just, it was a moment where I just realized like, instead of doing that, because I could have easily said that, um, you know, that, that same thing, but instead of that, I just gave him understanding and empathy and it just melted, it just melted the situation. It, it calmed everything down. It was, um, yeah, it was just the, the empathy that was, that, that was needed in that moment. And, um, I'm not saying this to pat myself on the back because like I said, I have done the opposite many times and I, it has not helped the situation. It has only made it worse. Um, and so 
just relationally, I want to encourage anyone else out there who find, maybe you find yourself, um, you know, doing the same things, being like, oh, you have no idea what I deal with throughout the day. Um, just if, if that other person does show frustration in the same way that you actually experience it, just to acknowledge that, like how, how often do we want to just be validated for what it is that we're experiencing? We just want to be heard and understood and validated. And so our husbands feel the same way. They deal the frustrations throughout their day. They, if they are watching the kids for a night or whatever, and they, you know, have a frustrating night when we come home, it's just saying, yeah, oh, I understand that. I totally get it. It is so frustrating. Just kind of giving them that empathy, I think would help them so much in feeling like they are a good parent, despite their frustrations. They are a good parent, despite how they lose their cool or whatever the case. Um, so that was a breakthrough moment for me tonight. And I just wanted to, to share it because, um, the thing is, is our, our husbands and dads, like they are amazing people. They, I know every, the culture right now seems to be like, oh, men are terrible. Um, men are idiots. Men don't understand anything. Um, no one likes men. And I think that is going to come back to bite us if we keep thinking that way. And even women that are well-meaning and love their husbands, it's, there's still this, this trend and this, um, just normal normality that we kind of downplay men or criticize them. And I would like to stop that. I try very hard to speak respectively of my husband in front of other people. Um, and just around like the children and just in general have a really respectful attitude towards him. I am imperfect. I will never be perfect in, in, you know, relationally with that, but I, it is something I think is it important because they are, they've been given a responsibility to be the head of a household, to lead a family well. And if we, as their counterpart are uh, criticizing them and never giving them empathy or understanding, then I think it only is going to come back to bite us. So anyway, that's another quick little nugget that I experienced today and would love uh, to share with you all if you are needing that kind of encouragement. All right. Well, here you, here you go. There you go. There, that was a bonus episode. Um, I am going to sign off because I have some more dishes to do. It has piled up really. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm thinking about this dishwasher thing. I, I'll put maybe I'll, maybe I'll put a poll out on Instagram. If you can you live with your dishwasher or can you not? Because right now I'm not so sure. There are some times where I feel like, oh yeah, I can do this. I can live without a dishwasher. It's fine, you know. Because the thing is, even if you have a lot of dishes that need to be done, um, and you put them in the dishwasher, then you know you just keep filling filling the dishwasher. You run it, and then you have to unload all of the clean ones before you even get to the next ones, like to put them back in the dishwasher or the dirty ones in the dishwasher. And so there's times where it's like the sink is full of dishes. The dishwasher is full of clean dishes. And so there's so much work that needs to get done just to move the dishes through. Whereas if you don't have a dishwasher and you are just washing dishes, putting them on the sink to dry, putting them away, and then you know, the counter, the sink is clean before you then go to do the next set. It's like you have just a little less work to do. 
So there is, there is that feeling that I, I have that maybe sometimes it would be easier to not have a dishwasher, but then there's times where the day gets away on you and you have a mountain, a mountain of dishes. And it is just as much work as if you had a dishwasher and had to empty it and then, you know, do the other dishes. So anyway, if anyone out there lives without a dishwasher, please do let me know. I have lived without a dishwasher in my life. I grew up without one for quite a while. My sister and I would do dishes every single night. That was our chore, one of our chores, and it was a great time. I learned hard work ethic, and my sister and I got to chat along the way. So I know it can be done, but as a mom this time with little ones, I'm just wondering, is it really worth it to fix that dishwasher, or is it? Wait, that didn't make sense. Anyway, all right, I'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. For daily interactions and more inspiration, find me on the socials at HarborHome32 or my blog, HarborHome32.com. Talk with you next time. Bye.